How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to Not in the Movie Pod. I'm Zach Williamson with Ross Cutsforth and Luke Goosens. Today, we're reviewing Quentin Tarantino's ninth film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And we did some trailer reviews and news stories after. So if you haven't seen the film, check the timestamps and skip ahead or come back to listen once you've seen the movie. So Luke, what do you think about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Uh, I thought it was... I, honestly, at first, I thought it was kind of... It was just like slow. And then when the ending hit, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But I guess that's like every single Tarantino <laughs> movie. But I just thought it kind of... Like some parts it kind of dragged on. And then, yeah, it all coming in. And I liked it, though. Like upon like reviewing it and like thinking about it more and digesting it, I like it a lot more than when I had first like originally seen yeah, it. Yeah, I think I'm going to see this one again. Oh, definitely. I'm 100% going to watch this a second time, if not maybe a third time. I don't know. What about like Kill Bill? And those don't start off slowly. He's got some fast ones. Oh, and like the first scene in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah, most of us don't actually. That shit was intense. Yeah. Or Django. Yeah, or Django. Well, yeah, I guess. but Or like, I guess Pulp Fiction kind of works backwards, but... Yeah, Pulp Fiction's kind of all over the place. This one kind of reminded me of it a little bit, just with how it's following different stories. This one reminded me more of like Hateful Eight, is what it felt like. Like it was just like building up, building up, like you're getting more back. <laughs> I thought this was a lot better, though. You thought it was better? I like, I don't know, I like Hateful Eight more because it was like building on the characters and you, you got to know more about them as the story progressed. Whereas like, I don't know, it just felt like we were going through fucking these characters' lives almost like day to day. I don't know. Things didn't feel ex- like totally meaningful to me. Huh, I liked it like that. Ross, what'd you think? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning more towards like Zach's side. This is why I need to watch it again. I'm definitely going to watch this shit again. Like You just liked him fucking making mac and cheese and making coffee and then cheering Tate dancing to music and like... Definitely. I don't know. It's just It just felt fucking like it dragged on. Like what was the... Like, I don't know. It didn't make me invest in her a lot more. Like we didn't even really get to see a lot of her personality. It wasn't her really talking a bunch. It was just her doing things. I thought it showed her personality. She's it. That's like how she's portrayed in real life. Was that she was like a super carefree, just cool person, just didn't care. And I liked it because it. We didn't get to see it from her though. It was like the narrator talking about, or or it would be like, um, fuck. Remember the scene um, where they were talking about Sharon Tate and the dude explained to that chick about her pretty much love triangle or whatever. And it was just oh, Steve McQueen. Yeah, sorry, it wasn't explained like through like her or like any of those characters. It was just kind of just explained. It was just talked about. I don't know. So you're saying she should have had more lines. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 100%. I think she could have had more lines, but I was I was thinking that even just how like when she wasn't talking, just I thought she did a really good portrayal of her, just like in her in the movie theater. And the one scene for me, for her, that probably could have got trimmed was when she was buying books for Roman Polanski. But I don't know, everything else, I'm trying to think what other scenes I liked of her. I don't know. I liked her performance in it. I really liked the movie theater scene. That was awesome. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> at the end of the movie, the whole time I was like, oh shit, dude, this is really going to end with like her dying. So I was, I was pretty happy with that twist that it didn't happen. Yeah. I feel like that's just Quentin Tarantino's like, do you think like how brutally they were killed is kind of just Quentin Tarantino's like wish for what would have happened? Like 
fuck these people. Like, I wish they would just have been like brutally killed before that. But that's just him in like every movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he definitely, <laughs> he's just a brutal killer of characters. Well, even like that girl who was getting smashed, like her head was getting smashed and everything. Oh my and God. Phone shit and like had the dog on her forever. Like that was the one who stabbed Sharon Tate 16 or 18 times. And she was the one who was like bragging about it in prison. So I'm pretty sure that's why she got the worst of it on top of Tex. That fool too was really like saying all that devil shit to her and stuff. Like those are real, real lines. Oh wait, yeah, those are. I was talking about a different girl then. If that was the girl you were talking about, who was bragging about it in prison, I was talking about the girl that like ran away and testified against all of them. Oh, Maya Hawk's character, the you know the girl that was like driving, yeah, the one that was driving the car and like did. Yeah, what about her? Oh, I was saying I was reading up on her, and that's the girl who I was talking about who had the really sad life that like got involved in it, and then she even averted one of the murders too. Because after they killed the LeBianca family, or I can't remember if it was after or before, but they went to an, oh no, it was after. They went to another apartment and Charles Manson was trying to get her. He wanted all the girls to participate. So he was trying to get her to kill somebody specifically, like specifically her. And so they went up to this apartment and she purposely knocked on the wrong door so that like they would have to ditch the plan. She like knocked on the wrong door and some stranger answered and she was like, oh, sorry, wrong person. And then they had to leave. So she like, she actually averted one of the murders. That's that's the girl I was talking about. She also drove for Well, them. yeah, and she she's the one who testified on them all later. Yeah, she did. They were on a killing spree. Like they were killing, they killed people even before that night. Like yeah. two people well, no, there before was that two nights. before they went there. Yeah, yeah, they killed that drug dealer. Who were the people that owned the house before the Tates? Uh, like Mert. I don't remember Mert, the dude's Mert. name who owned it before. It was uh, it was the record producer. Yeah, and it was like Merle Chan or something. Charles Manson. Yeah, and Charles Manson like hated this dude because he was supposed to put him on and he didn't do it. It kind of helped make him go crazy with all that shit. Oh, that's why. Oh, his name was Melcher. Yeah, it's like a long story. Like there was like the beach guy. Yeah, because yeah, at some party where they go were for like, us. Okay, it was Dennis Wilson, by the way, Luke. It wasn't whatever I said it was. It wasn't Andrew Wilson. But he was at like a party with the Beach Boys and like this other producer, uh, what's his name, Melcher. And they were like showcasing his tracks. And this guy kind of just gave him a lukewarm reception. Like he was like, yeah, it's it's okay. It's not that great. And he just like held on to that for the next couple of years. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go fuck this dude up. And then it was the Plancy's that lived there. And it was also Wilson, the Beach Boys drummer, who like gave him the address for that house and shit. It was, dude, it's crazy. I don't know if you know this, but he lived at the Beach Boys house for a while. The or not the Beach Boys, like all of them, but their drummer Wilson. And how it happened was Wilson picked up one of the Manson girls on the road. They were hitchhiking. And but he had met uh Charles Manson before this, but he like saw one of them hitchhiking. And it was one of the girls that stabbed Sharon Tate too. And he was like, All right. I'll give you a ride. And then they went back to his house. And after like the next day, he left her there sleeping and he went to go to like a recording session. And when he came back, there's like a dozen Manson girls there and Charles Manson was there too. And they were just like chilling in his house for him to get back. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? And then they stayed there for like a couple months before. And then Wilson's manager like eventually evicted all of them. He's like, yo, you can't have all these like groupies or hippies like staying in your house. Get the fuck out of here. That was that was all I had to say on that part though. Fucking hippies. Yeah, I was just gonna well, I was just gonna say it was on Sharon Tate and I just thought like for her role and, and the role in the movie was like she's kinda like the she's the star coming up, you know, whereas Cliff and Rick Dalton, Rick Dalton's fallen off. Cliff's already like kinda out of the scene pretty much. He's just like a bodyguard doing all his chores and shit. And it was just to show just the glamorous side of the 60s and the late 60s. And like, that's what I thought 
the movie was about him just sure, giving yeah. ode to this era. Yeah. So that's why I liked her role. I definitely agree that she could have had more lines. Yeah. Thinking when he releases his like longer cut, he had a, apparently he had like four hours of footage at least for this movie. And there's probably more scenes with her. But just to keep the, keep the like pace going, because it was already a long movie. It was like two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, three hour fucking movie. So, yeah. All right, Luke, or Ross, what do you think about the movie? Uh, no, I agree. I liked it a lot, honestly. I agree about her not having quite enough lines, but she did really good with like all the moments where she didn't even need to talk. Like there was a, there was scenes where she was like driving in a car and just like her performance through her eyes was really good or like the movie theater scene and just her reaction to the crowd's reaction to her performance was really good. It was cool how it was the real Sharon Tate that was in the movie. Um, Yeah, in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was awesome. Nice ode to her. Yeah, they looked really, they <clears throat> they casted really well. She She looks really similar. Yeah. I thought the casting... Even her sister was like, damn, she looked like her sister. Yeah. Sharon Tate's sister. Do you know Margot Robbie actually wore one of Sharon Tate's necklaces too? Yeah, she wore some of her jewelry. Yeah. I was watching this interview that she was in and she was like almost tearing up talking about it because she just felt like it was really, it was just too real. Like she was feeling Sharon Tate's like presence. I don't know. Not saying like a ghost or anything, but... Wow. Yeah, she did a good job. Yeah. She was just feeling like way too connected to that character. But yeah, she did a good job. I thought, I thought how there's like mini movies inside of the movie was really cool. Like the that scene where he was like a American spy, like with the eye patch, killing Nazis, and he came out with a flamethrower. That was sick. I love how they tied that back in too with the ending. When Cliff makes, when Cliff's like cleaning his house and like putting up the antenna, you can see the flamethrower in the back. They like foreshadowed it a little bit. Oh no way! I didn't see that shit. He's talking about all the guns and shit he had in there too. No, damn! What the fuck? I didn't catch that. I'm surprised. I didn't either. I was just focusing on Brad Pitt. He was great. Oh yeah, Brad Pitt was awesome. He was probably my favorite character in the movie. And then the ending was just like fucking glorious. The whole time I was laughing my ass off, dude. When he like smoked the acid cigarette and he was playing like finger gun with them, I was cracking up. I was literally just like Busting a gut in the movie theater, <laughs> and then when he took the when he took the flamethrower out and lit her up, I lost it. It was it was amazing. It's fucking roadster, dude. Yeah, that's one of the best Tarantino scenes of all time. Honestly, just that like ten minutes right there. I liked it though. Everything was really good. I didn't have a problem with the pacing. I th- I I'm kind of leaning more to your side, Zach. Like it was just setting up that world or not the world. Like it was just an ode to that setting and building those characters slowly and just kind of like building the world out. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Yeah. It was just showing like a day in the life of these dudes and I enjoyed it. And that's why I didn't really care for all the, Oh, there's no plot. Cause it was just a character driven story between these two people. Well, and Sharon Tate's character too, but mostly those two the movie was about them in the end because Sharon Tate ended up being a decoy with all that shit at the end. Yeah. But yeah, no, I really like this movie too. I I think that either Brad or Leo, they could probably get nominated for an Oscar for this shit. Yeah. Either, especially Leo, dude. Leo probably played what, like eight different characters in this movie? Yeah. He was great. Like, damn, I was trying to think who could really pull this shit off. Like, he could. Just like that scene in the fucking uh, trailer too when he lost his shit. Oh my God, that was amazing. I was like reading. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. That's, that's what he ended up saying. Brick fucking Dalton. <laughs> Or fucking Rick Dalton or whatever. Yeah, and there and Leo was saying behind the scenes that like for him, his actor in that and like in his life, that was his like biggest challenge as an actor was to do that because it wasn't him, you know, it was him playing like this other character. 
And yeah, dude, that scene was all amazing. I liked even just all the little supporting characters. There are just all these like big time actors popping up. Like Dakota Fanning was even in it. She was the fucking chick, redhead chick, who was banging the old dude in the the blind dude to to post. Yeah, to make sure that they wouldn't like they could just post up on that place. Uh, George Spawn. It's crazy too. What's her name? Sprinkles. Uh, isn't it Squeaky? Squeaky? Squeaky or some shit like that. Yeah, Squeaky. Yeah, dude, she's the one who later like pulled the gun on uh, President Ford, right? Oh, what? Wasn't it her? I did not know that. I'm pretty sure she's, she's crazy. Yeah. She has her own crazy story past all that too. But yeah, I mean, I liked it. I liked Sharon. I liked Margot Robbie in that role. I thought she did really good in it too. And like I said, it was just her. She's, she took, I took her as like, she's the glamour of this story. Just where you want to be, like where Rick Dalton wanted to be everyone, you know? And I was trying to think, uh, or her and, uh, Steve McQueen as well. Yeah, Steve McQueen, but he's not really in it. He's just in it for like that one scene. Yeah. They kind of talk about him being, as far as him and like Rick Dalton, they had the same career path, but he was the one who made the jump to movies because they were both in their own Westerns back when he was uh, on Bounty Law. Yeah. And that he made the jump to movies and then Rick Dalton didn't do that. And that's what caused his career to go down. Apparently that happened to a bunch of actors in the late 60s when the like cinema started to shift like Steve McQueen went on to be a huge movie star and he didn't. Why didn't he get the role of The Great Escape? Just because his like audition was bad? I don't know. Because when they did his... I've never seen... I don't think I've actually ever seen that movie. But oh, dude, when they great did his, movie. Little, his little voiceover or his like character insert, I can't remember what did they say. I thought they just said that he just got beat out because Steve McQueen was a great actor too. Yeah. Well, he was telling that dude who was telling that other actor on set when they were like in between scenes, he was telling him he never auditioned or anything. But like if Steve McQueen wouldn't have got it, then he could have possibly got an audition. But then that whole time he was saying that. Oh, okay. That meant, that sounds right. But the whole time he was saying that, it was showing that he actually did get an audition. So it was like him lying to save face, you know. Oh, is that what they were doing? I thought maybe they were just showing that he would have been great in it too. As, um, okay, you're probably right. Could have been either, honestly, now that you said that. Yeah, just if he got the role, then he would have he would have fucking gone on to be like this movie star and all that shit because he would have killed it. Yeah. And because Quentin Tarantino was saying that that would have been a great role for Rick Dalton like in when he was writing it, that he would have killed it in that. So I don't know, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think that maybe just McQueen never passed up and he never got a chance. Plus, then he went on and did a bunch of movies like Bounty Law movies, but they all kind of failed. Like none of them were hits. Like westerns and stuff. Maybe yeah. they didn't say that in the movie, but Quentin was. I thought Bounty Law was a TV show. Yeah. So Quentin, when I was watching this interview today, he was saying that he goes on. I don't remember if they said in the movie, but he says that his character would go on and make like four Bounty Law movies with that character, Jake Cowell. Cahill. And none of them like blew up. Cahill. Was it Cahill or Cowell? I can't remember. Cahill. Cahill? Cahill. No, Cahill, not yeah. Cahill. That's what I said. Cahill. Yeah, Cahill. But yeah, so he went on and made like four movies as that character, and none of them blew up. And then he kind of just was going on that downhill path after that, doing some military shows. He said that he just had him following the path of just some act. He like name dropped some actors, but I can't remember any of the names because I don't know. I'm not like super knowledgeable on 60s, 60s actors. No, me neither. Uh-huh. And it was a long ass movie. It's a lot to remember. Yeah. Did you guys think that, um, do you guys think Bruce Willis killed his, or, I mean, sorry, do you oh, think Brad yeah. Pitt's character killed his wife? Yeah. Dude. I yeah. don't know. It really they, they leave it up for you to just decide. Yeah. It looks like, like the water's is. choppy and he might have accidentally pulled the fucking harp. Because they didn't say if she felt like if she got shot or if she fell in the water, right? No, they didn't say how she died. I think they just said he killed her. 
Yeah. It was ambiguous. Yeah, they were just like starting rumors. Apparently that was based on some case in 1981 too, that it was just like an actor and his girlfriend and his girlfriend drowned. And it was like a thought that he did it. And that was kind of like what inspired that. But yeah, I don't know. I, that's what I was trying to think. Like, would that change if he did it? Does that change how you feel about it? No, I thought he did did it. Yeah, did they kind of like, they kind of really hinted that he did it there. Yeah, she was being annoying as fuck, and he was like, "Oh, I'm done with she this was, shit." Dude. She was being annoying as shit. Damn, I, I feel like he's kind of impulsive too. Yeah, well, yeah. Do sometimes he seems impulsive. I was trying to think because like he didn't do anything. Yeah, like with that little girl, he didn't do it with the, you know, the Manson girl who was trying to seduce him. He wouldn't do yeah, anything. Yeah. But when the guy fucked up his car, he beat the shit out of him. But that's like almost completely understandable in that situation. Yeah, especially when he said fix it. Maybe just push that chick into the water because she was annoying him. But if she's annoying you, dude, just just go to the shore and divorce her. What? Yeah, no, yeah. you don't have to kill her. Yeah. What's she talking about, fool? <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like, maybe he was just like... Enough of you pushed her off the boat, didn't realize she can't swim or something. Who knows? I was thinking maybe if he accidentally shot it and like it killed her, he wouldn't have been mad. You know what I mean? Then it was but it's still kind of his fault. Just that'd be what, manslaughter? Yeah. I don't know, dude. I think he did it though. I don't know. I don't know. He smoked an acid cigarette just willy nilly. Who does that? <laughs> acid cigs? Yeah, man. Wild and then guy. Fucking just beat the shit out of Bruce Lee on a whim. I mean, it wasn't quite willy nilly. Okay, that that scene. Wait, go ahead, Zach. And I'll get. That's all. what I was going to ask you because I've like, yeah. So I've read some theories on that scene, and people think that maybe since it's him and him like remembering it, he over exaggerated it, and that in his mind he like beat him. But for me, it just I don't think they give you any sign that he it was imagined. You know what I mean? It, it seems like it really happened. To rewatch, just like when the thing with his wife, because yeah. it definitely was some sort of flashback. Because the Green Hornet was a show in what 1967, 68. So, and this is in 1969. So it's, that's why I was thinking, okay, why would it be in a, they never gave any other example of where it was a flashback that wasn't real. You know what I mean? So I was like, it has to be a real thing. But that, that for me was like, I was just like, dude, there's no fucking way that you just catch a kick from Bruce Lee, dude. Zero chance. Dude, Bruce Lee's like 150 pounds. That's realistic. He's also a badass. No way, dude. Dude. I know that that's what they're trying to say. Yeah, is he's just a badass. Zero Bruce chance. Bruce Lee though. never actually got into fights. You ever had I mean, like a I'm real sure fight? What are you talking fights? about? Yes, he, he did. He just kept it low key, dude. No, dude. He wasn't going to go announce that shit to oh, everyone. Oh my God. No, dude. And what? he was talking shit about Ali, and I was like, dude, he like hella respected Ali. He he knew Ali would beat his ass. He said that. Well, yeah, Muhammad Ali's way know. bigger. People were mad about that part. He is, yeah, exactly. He knows the size that matter. Matters. He would have what eighty pounds. I'm like in a street fight. It would, yeah, it would matter. Like if you're both trained. I don't know. That that part for me, I was just. I I was just saying, if you're both trained fighters, then weight matters. But if you're not trained, then. Yeah, 100%. like training matters more than weight. I was just thinking, like in the end, you don't even need that scene to show him as being a badass, though, because he does. He like beats the shit out of that fucking Manson fool, and he just has that demeanor anyway. That I, the ending would be believable. Like he didn't need that scene to set it up. I don't know. I just because like I was thinking about that scene, and then like her daughter, his daughter came out and just said that all that shit about it. She was like, she thought that it was disrespectful on him. Just because, like, they treat that's how he was treated back then. Like, he was treated by white actors like that and producers, not actors. It was more like the people in charge of it. Yeah. I still think they needed that scene, but maybe just not make him look so, like, full of him. Not make him look like such like a fool. Yeah. Like a fool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just made Bruce Lee look like a complete moron. 
they could have made him like still honorable, but yeah. And I get it. It's more, it's just like, it's all exaggeration. And like anyone who knows Bruce Lee would know that dude, that would never happen. You know what I mean? That, yeah. That's probably what he's going for. Quentin. Yeah. Cliff is a fictional character too. So like you can make him as badass as you yeah. want. You know, I, for, well, I forgot to add that he didn't get her permission either. Like he got her permission from Sharon Tate's family, but he didn't even go to his daughter about Bruce Lee's portrayal or anything, or if it was okay to, to like do that take. I feel like that's okay though, because he wasn't killed. Yeah. But the thing, like, she understood that it was all a joke. Like, she said that in her interview. She understood that it's to help make the, make the character look badass. She just still thought that she didn't like it just because the way they did it, because it's like white dudes fighting him, you know? And like, that was, he had a ton of adversity to try to even break into the industry. And it was just hurt them using it. In the God same way, they always they always bring it back to that. Yeah. Well, that could hurt his real life image, though, is what she was saying too. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know the history of him as much, and it's just oh, you see it in a modern movie like that. Like, not many people really knew about Sharon Tate and all that even anymore, because it happened so long ago. But all the people who are that old still remember it for sure, because it was such a changing point in movies even because it was just like, wow, movie movie stars aren't even safe from this kind of violence just no for no yeah. reason. Apparently it's like a big... And then that's also when the movies kind of changed after that too. What do you mean? Yeah. Just, it was very Western-y style movies, just kind of fun. And then, I don't know, stuff got more serious. They started doing more horrors and bigger movies and stuff, like big, try to do sci-fi, or not sci-fi, sorry, special effects. All that shit changed and then there was blockbusters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the 80s, they went to like, it's like huge Jaws action was movies. One of the first ones. Yeah. Terminator might have been. That might have been 70s too. Star Wars. Like Terminator. Indiana Jones was 80s. Yeah. There was a yeah. lot of those kind of just big movies. Yeah. And Steven Spielberg, like every movie he put out was a big movie. Like a, everyone's going to see his movie kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty good overall. I really enjoyed it. I, I was kind of... They didn't really do anything with Roman Polanski... I was thinking more if you're going to ridicule someone else, then that would have been the dude I would dude I would have kind of made fun of a little bit in that movie. Yeah, just for being a creepier in real life. I kind of forgot about that. Dude, he's such a creep. Like, yeah, dude, he fucking like a couple years after that, he was like banging 13 year olds and shit. And he's he's banned from America. He fucking <laughs> dipped out when they were coming from. Yeah, they have, a, they have like warrants out if he comes back. And the Oscars still gave him an Oscar, like a best director in like 2002. But did they know about that at the time? I don't know. Yeah, dude. That shit was like public knowledge that he dipped out of America. He fucking fled the country on purpose. When? 1978. What? What did he get an Oscar for? Dude, I didn't know shit about this. No, was it best foreign film? The Pianist. The Pianist. Was it best foreign film? It was for... No, dude. It was like for just best director. Uh, is it English? I mean, I guess he must have filmed it like an English film or something. I don't know where he filmed it out of. Adrian Brody was in it, but yeah, so he won a, he won an Oscar after all that shit. Ridiculous. But anyway, Damn. back on the movie. Anyway, I'm trying to think what else I like. I don't. Know, I, well, what, what I was saying with that this acid cigarette is, I didn't think it was quite willy nilly because it was like he got that shit what like six months before he actually smoked it, and he was like talking about it, and he's like, "No, nah, I'll just save it for later." And then he put it away, and then he did it as like a celebration because it was their last night as like buddies, you know, and they were drinking hard, and then he's like, "Oh fuck it, let's might as well do it tonight," and he was like already drunk. So I feel like he's more calculated than you give him. Oh, he's definitely calculated. If you're just choosing like that night. Just doing something like and choosing to do it that day, that's not like planned or anything. It's kind of impulsive. 
Well, no, but he planned. Yeah, right? he planned to I, celebrate that night. Anyway, he didn't so. plan it. But I mean, to celebrate. He never planned. He was like, "Okay, I'm going to smoke that cigarette tonight." You know, he saw him and he's like, "Oh fuck!" Like that's yeah. kind of impulsive. Yeah. yeah, and it's fucking acid, dude. Damn, all of them were on acid too. All the Manson motherfuckers, their brains were fried. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think. I figured that's why they had her just still like running around, dude, because she was probably tripping balls too while all that shit was happening with the dogs and then just getting fucking run out the window and just getting torched. <laughs> Damn. Dude, what a way to go out. Just tripping balls, just having a ton of shit injuring you. That would yeah, suck. That sounds horrible. Sounds like yeah. a nightmare. That's not the way to go out. That's for sure. <laughs> no. You die while you're tripping. Crazy bitches, man. Fuck that. You think you're in hell and then go there. Yeah, dude, for real. That also bring like I was thinking about how there was all these reports too that just that they thought Quentin was being too br- brutal on those female like on the women characters. I was like, dude, what are you talking about? These were fucking like mass. These were murderers, man. That seems yeah, man. like they were the ones they were bragging about killing all these people in prison, man. Ridiculous. And the only one that people are hilarious. That who complained about that? There's no way. It was the Hollywood Reporter. They published a piece oh on it. I was like, God. dude, come on, man. That happened well, in their city, too, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. What city? LA. In LA. That murder happened oh, yeah, in yeah. their city, is what I'm saying. Like, how could they forget that? Like, no mercy on those bastards. Fuck them. <laughs> nah. Dude, and the text, that text guy in real life got out of the death penalty by the craziest fucking law. I was looking at it, and he fled to. Texas and they like capt- captured him in Texas and he was trying to stay in Texas for some reason even though I think they have the death penalty too but I don't know why but and then they brought him to California and he was scheduled oh he stopped eating and he lost like 50 pounds and he was going to be put on trial right away in 1969 but they sent him to like a correctional hospital for a 90 day period and instead of staying for 90 days he stayed till 1971 and then Jesus. finally they ruled him as sane and like right before literally a couple days before he's gonna get executed some bill passed that like exonerated all death penalty uh like all people that were gonna get the death penalty before 1972 and so he was like just about to get executed and then he got exonerated it was some crazy he's applied for a parole like 17 times so he's still alive he's still alive dude yeah his next parole is in 2023 He's been denied 17 times. Damn. He wrote a book too. Dude, somehow that fool's had five kids. He's what? had five kids since he joined prison. I don't oh know, dude. Some Ted God, Bundy shit. Dude, that's some baby back bullshit. Who allows these conjugal visits? Bro, dude, there's weird... And there's just weird women out there. This is where our money's yeah. going. Fuck that. That is such bullshit. Jesus. <laughs> I'm pissed about that. Like Charles Manson almost got married in prison too. These people shouldn't be allowed to see a woman for the rest of their lives. Fuck these guys. <laughs> nah, dude. Never, yeah, for real. That's such bullshit. But yeah. Yeah, so I just thought it was a cool movie and I appreciate it. It was just like something original, something new. I've seen a lot of remakes and fucking sequels this summer. So we're independent. I'm trying to think, dude. The last like original movie we reviewed was probably Us, right? Been a minute. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yes, I, re- I remember seeing this article that like everyone was hyped that it reached like or that was going to gross thirty million in the opening weekend, which isn't that big like compared to the, all these yeah. other movies. But it's I guess big for a independent like not sequel, not franchise movie. You know. Yeah, it made forty million, which was the biggest opening of Quinn's career. And it's because they're all rated R too. It's, it's yeah. a smaller audience. That's dope, though. Yeah, and you know what's 
you know what's crazy? Deadline was saying that it has to make four hundred million just to break even. I was like, what the fuck? What? That seems like so much money for casting or what? Oh, dude. Just for marketing and, but no, even, even Brad Pitt and, uh, Leo both took pay cuts for this. They only asked for 10 million each, whereas like they can mm-hmm. probably get double, you know what I mean? In yeah. most movies. So, yeah. I mean, they like, all, they had all these cuts and dude, yeah. And no CGI really, like all those were real sets and shit. <laughs> really impressive. Yeah, that's why, dude. Making like a, uh, what do you call that kind of movie? A time piece movie? I don't know. Like going back in time like that? A period piece. Period piece. Thank you. Bro, and finding Dude, all those cars and shit too that look like it. Money. That's probably why. Yeah. The budget for the movie was 90 mil. So they had to do... That's on top of just marketing pretty much. The rest of it to break even or whatever. Damn. So you're saying marketing costs 300 mil? At least... Okay, I saw one thing that it was like over 130 million that they're putting in on marketing, but who knows, dude? This is also just kind of an estimate. Why even spend that much on marketing? Where does the other 200... I think, dude, because think about it. So it's a little bit older audience is what I was thinking. So I feel like those, you know, you get the... If you're trying to get the scene, like 70 plus, those kind of age groups, you'd probably have to put in more, just more marketing in other places rather than just like Twitter and YouTube, you know? Because it doesn't... It won't hit that audience as much. And like most people who watch YouTube go on Twitter, they're probably a good chunk or under 21 or not 21, just under 18 and can't even, and can't even go see it in theaters is what I was thinking. That's a lot of money though. 17. Yeah. Yeah. You can be with like a parent and shit or whatever, but yeah, good point to reach the older people. I mean, I went and watched our movies when I was like 14 and on. Or thirteen. Did you guys see that Tarantino wants to make a TV show about the bounty, the but, bounty yeah, law character? I'd watch the shit out of that. He said he he said he wrote eight episodes already, and he wants to yeah do it all in black and white. That's so much though. Put on Netflix. Yeah, he's not going to end with ten movies. Luke and I were just talking about that. He, he's going to or like he probably realized that he's like I'm going to miss this. Like I can't do like he probably realized his like timetable's so much farther out than he thought. Like why the fuck would he? He's trying to change the rules. Yeah, you know, why would you yeah. stop when you're at the top of your Dude. game right now? <laughs> well, he says that he just has been at the top of his game for a minute. Was one of the things he actually did say, and he's because he's been in the industry for 30 years now, right? Pulp Fiction was 1990, what three? Way back uh, then, it's 92. Dude, even earlier than that. Damn, yeah. I guess it has been a while. Yeah, he also keeps changing it. Changing what? The other day, he said it had to be 10 originals, meaning if he did a Star Trek movie, it wouldn't be his writing and it's off a franchise, so it wouldn't count. And mm-hmm. the other day, he was trying to say that Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2 are one movie. So I was like, huh, okay, so he's going to bend his own rules and shit. And then he's got this TV <laughs> show that he's already written he wants to do. And fucking, he was talking about doing Kill Bill Volume 3. After Kill Bill Volume 3, then he's... You're not gonna make originals anymore because that'll be his tenth. Movie, right? I don't. I don't know if he's gonna make Kill Bill Volume Three. Yeah, that technically would be his tenth movie. Whatever. After his next film, then he's not gonna make originals anymore. Is what you're saying? That'd be a bummer. I know he's been saying that for a while. He's only gonna make ten, but like, I just yeah, he's been saying that for a minute. But I was just saying that he might bend his own rule. Yeah, there was like a week and a half ago, I was watching this interview where he was talking to this. Like the interviewer was saying, "So you're only making ten movies?" And he was like, "Yeah." Unfortunately, and he was like sticking to it, and he's so—I don't know—he's just so wishy-washy. Well, TV about it. show, I guess. Exactly. I don't know why he would stop. Like, does that count? Yeah, like he was sad about it. He, was he probably like, wants yeah. to do other stuff, like write books. Oh, does he? Has he said that before? Yeah, I don't think that means he stopped writing. I think so. They want to write books. Yeah, I don't think he's just going to stop being being creative and making stuff. I don't. I think he said something about a book before. Yeah. I mean, I read his books because he says writing a screenplay is like one, so you just do a book. But he. 
Uh, he just loves the movie so much. I don't know why he would just like stay or keep doing it, man. I would love it. Maybe he just wants to do new was shit. Was that Samuel L. Jackson the, uh, at the, the cowboy at the table there? Was that his only lines? Was Dude, I don't him? think he was. Was he in it? I thought for some reason he wasn't able to do it because oh, of Captain Marvel. I thought, he, I thought he was one of the cowboys at the table when he walked into the saloon or whatever, wasn't he? Remember that? Damn, I can't I remember. Re- Dude, see, I, I need to re- rewatch. I can't just watch it once. When was the last time he wasn't in a Quentin Tarantino movie? Oh, I don't know, never. Fucking, <laughs> I mean, uh, Reservoir Dogs, that's probably it. <laughs> Reservoir Dogs? Damn, because he was even the narrator in what? One of them. No. Nah, bro, that would even be before he was the I think that was even before. Inglorious Bastards? Dude, that one was like 90. I thought he was a bus driver in Reservoir Dogs. No, that was before. No? Like for one scene, he was a bus driver. Pulp Fiction's his second movie, which is crazy because no. that movie's that might be his best movie. Yeah, that's what everyone says. What you think is his best movie? Uh, <laughs> probably Django. I like Django a lot too. I think Django's his best movie. Yeah, that one or Pulp Fiction. I love Django. Kill Bill one and two are my favorite. Wait, how can they be your favorite? But then you think one's the best. Kill Bill one and two are my favorite, but. I think Pulp Fiction is the best. What makes it your favorite and what makes it better? I don't know. I just like, I just think technically and like, I don't know, just from an objective standpoint, Pulp Fiction is a better movie, but like Kill Bill is still a really great movie and I liked the style of it and like (laughs) what is happening in it more. Just like a, a really badass revenge story, like centered around basically these badass like women samurais that are fighting. I just really like the idea of it and like the style of it. That's why it's my favorite, I think. And it has like a dope anime scene in the middle of it for like 20 minutes. It's awesome. Oh, dude, I totally forgot about that. That movie is crazy. Are you down for Kill Bill 3 then? Yeah, very good. Very fr- uh, under talk. It's like it gets slept on. Yeah, I feel like. that's what I was thinking. They kind of leave oh, that story. For real. It's great. Though. Yeah, if they make it about uh, Vernita Green's daughter, that'd be cool. Because I was thinking about it. I was like, yeah. Because you, she like looks at her and he's, and she says, uh, "If you still feel raw about it later, come and find me." And then she just walks out. That's what the one he said that if he was going to do a sequel, it'd be that because he sense keep going. I hope he does it, dude. I bet Uma Thurman would come back. Yeah. Otherwise, it would just feel cheap. As long as Harvey Weinstein's not, he didn't do this one. This I feel was, like she would. Did he produce all of Quentin Tarantino's movies or something? Yeah, he put them on all of them? producing. <laughs> but he's not going to be producing any of his movies. <laughs> And then, and then Sony took this one on, and it was like a huge risk for them because it's a big budget movie, you know, like for an original. Sony needed it though; they don't got mm-hmm. they don't got much these days. You said Spider Man. Yeah, what else do they have? Fuck, fucking. Do they have Jumanji? Yeah, they don't got Jumanji. Damn, do they? I don't know, dude. You, this is a you question <laughs> mainly because you know this kind of shit. They have dope video games. They used to have Bond, but they lost it. Oh, really? Did they lose? Like they sell it, or did like how does that work? have to bid for it. It was either they were producing, they're on some sort of one-off deal or yeah, it was for a couple movies and then it reverted back to whatever the studio was after however many. So how does it work? They have to bid to whoever owns the rights to bond like that family or whatever. What's his name's family? It's kind of like, it's kind of like with the Spider-Man stuff that Spider-Man is being lent to Marvel Studios. I think what was happening with Bond is it was being lent because whoever could put on the movie at the time either went bankrupt or they needed money. Oh, 
And you look into that story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Angry Birds, man. Oh, dude, they're fine. They own Goosebumps and Angry Birds. <sighs> oh, they're so fun, bro. Yeah, but they're making a Goosebumps. They're fine. <laughs> they got some properties under their belt. <laughs> they got Rocky. Did they have Dumanji? Mm, I didn't see it. They have Chappie, Rocky Balboa, After Earth. <laughs> it looks like they have Jumanji, too. Sony Pictures releasing, that looks like. Well, they had it for one movie, at least. Oh, Charlie's Angels Full Throttle in 2000. But nothing compared to some of these, like Disney, you know, or fucking even other companies. God, I love Quentin Tarantino. That's going to be so sad when he fucking... Yeah. God damn it. Oh, Christopher Nolan, too. Like Warner Bros. Those are your two favorites? They got some crazy ones. Or Columbia Pictures. Either, yeah. Same. Him and Christopher Nolan retires. What's a direct... Like, what are the directors... Yeah. I was just say, what directors? Those two and... If they put out a movie, you're going to see it no matter what. Yeah, they both just put out solid-ass movies every time. Like, do you feel like, oh, do you feel that way about Scorsese? 100%. Oh, fuck yeah. What other directors? What? So what do you think about that trailer today, then? The Irishman. Trailer dropped today. Yeah, it has Robert, Robert De Niro, fucking Al Pacino, Joe Pesky, like all these old fucking dudes. They're all gangsters. It's based on <laughs> a real gangster who is just like a hitman. And they're all de-aged. Yeah, they dropped some pictures. And it's Robert De Niro de-aged, it looks like. And he's going to be the one who's going back in time. And it looks interesting. It's a Netflix movie, too. So this is a, uh, uh, like, a mob movie? It's a mob movie, yeah. I'll fucking watch the shit out of that. Well, you didn't like it, though, Ross? Or you didn't like what you saw? I'm honestly not that down on it. I mean, it could be good. I just don't want to see another fucking mob movie. From Scorsese. I guess he does them really well. What do you mean another one? How many have you seen? I don't know. They're all just like with these... Yeah, when was the last one that you saw? Uh, he's got like, what? The Godfathers, The Departed, uh, Raging Bull. That, no, The Godfathers, uh, Francis Ford Coppola. Oh, wait, yeah. The Godfathers are different. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Raging Bull was Martin Scorsese. I think he has Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Goodfellas and that's it. The Departed. It's a mom movie. And then he also did that, didn't That's he? like a cop movie. That's a cop. They were all fucking good. Yeah, the Departed's amazing. I love The Departed. I guess I'm just tired of that genre in general. What genre? Mob movies? Yeah. There's not a lot of them. Besides like Goodfellas and The Godfathers. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. It could be good. Fuck it. You guys are changing my mind <laughs> right now. <laughs> Dude, I love mob movies. They're so, oh, the Irishman is about that fucking dude that they just caught. Fucking what's his name? Oh, Flip. He was in hiding for like. No, 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 no. (laughs) El Chapo? (laughs) El Chapo. (laughs) Yeah, baby. Bro, you think there's too many mob movies? There can never be enough mob movies. I was just thinking of some, but it's like. You guys are changing my mind as we speak. (laughs) There's like the Untouchables. We're forgetting some even, like Scarface. American Gangster, those are all good. What's the one with Tom Hardy and Shia LaBeouf? Oh, not a mob movie, but like that era. It's like a the western. No, 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 no. It's where they they're no. like moonshiners. Yeah, and remember Tom Hardy gets his throat cut open and he like holds it. He's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> He's like yeah. holding it, open. holding it close. It's called like law. It's called Lawless. I looked it up. Lawless. Hey, what's the name of the main character in The Irishman? Come on, what's his name? Whitey Bulger. That's it. Bam, motherfucker. Oh. Yes. Didn't Johnny Depp just make a movie about that? He killed hella people and they never caught him. And then they finally caught him literally like two years ago. 
Yeah. Was he still doing shit two years ago? I think he was just in hiding, but they finally found him. Like some crazy shit, though. This dude was like the fucking savage of all savages. Yeah, it seems like he killed so many people. It just seems like they're not going to mess this movie up. But they just made a movie about this guy with Johnny Depp at playing Whitey Bulger. Maybe this isn't the fucking... It was Black Mass. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that movie. It's not bad. I thought it was decent. That's the same guy? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. My memory serves. Just now he's... Just now what? Now he's caught? I don't know. I just, I'm down on this take just because it's like a good, this is like the fucking gangster team that you want for this. The problem is it's just like, they're also old as shit. Is it believable that Al Pacino is just beating, beating the shit out of dudes when he's 80 years old? Is he 80? In real life. <laughs> he's, he's probably late, like dude, mid 70s, late 70s. Dude, he's pushing 80, 80 and like, that's fine because he's a fucking mobster and no one wants to fuck with mobsters. So he can fucking slap the shit out of anyone he wants. But he's going to be de-aged. Yeah, this movie had a two hundred million budget because they did the de aging thing. I think they fucked it up. <laughs> and they had to and they had to redo it all or some shit because they filmed this movie a while back, like a couple years back, and then they had it had such a long process after because all of them have to get de aged through their lives and shit. Why did he want them de aged? Why couldn't he just find younger actors? Does he? I don't know. Because he wanted to. I think he just because he wanted to work with them, just with the hype, trying to get that that old crowd and that's probably why Netflix produced it because they're like we want to target this demographic but he's kind of like Quentin Tarantino where he has his like set of actors like I feel like he has a lot of movies with uh, what's his name Um, uh, Leo no what's his name the guy that's in Taxi Driver Robert De Niro Robert De Niro yeah him and Joe Pitt that's what I'm saying like he just wanted to use them as well yeah yeah he wanted to use them yeah yeah I agree yeah Joe Pesci's not that old though not as old yeah he's gotta be old dude Oh, you know the other day when I was saying that... uh, He's 76. He's old as shit. What's his name? Danny DeVito was playing the dad in Matilda. Wasn't it actually Joe Pesci? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, dude. I don't remember. It's totally random, but yeah. That well. You don't remember Matilda? That shit was lit. Matilda? Like the little girl one? Yeah. Matilda. Oh, Joe. Oh, I was thinking of the... Bro, I haven't watched Matilda in a minute. 20 years minimum. (laughs) 25, maybe. 25? Isn't that older than you? Yeah. yeah. You watch it in the... Womb. I don't know if... I, I can't remember if I've seen that shit. i seen... I read the book. No, i seen it a long time ago. I know what you're talking about, Ross. It's great. She, like, has telekinesis because she's so damn smart. <laughs> she reads hella books and gets psychic powers. Yeah, Martin Scorsese. I'm trying to think. What's another... There's one other... <sighs> hmm... I feel like there's another director that I would totally just go watch and see, like on a whim, just because I know they're that good. Dude, my, me for me, I feel like I, I'm just missing something. Miguel missing who he is. Denise. Oh, Denise, Denise Villanueva. Yeah, that's my other one. I was thinking of Miguel Sapochnik. No, no, <laughs> no. But, I would watch his yeah. shit too. He's a good director. What movies have he has he made though? I don't know, but I've seen all his TV shit and it's good. All those Game of Thrones episodes. No, he did are I would not watch Jordan Peele. I'd watch. Yeah, now that I think about it at this point. Yeah, yeah, me too. Any Jordan Peele shit? I'm going to see. Alfonso Cuarón hasn't made any bad movies. He's been oh. great. He's been really good. And Kerry Fukunaga, oh, yeah. I like him too. Kerry um, Fukunaga, he did all the True Detective. He did uh, Maniac. That show was good. He's doing Bond Twenty Five. I don't even know who that is. Bro, watch his shit. He's a good, good director. I would say my three, like, I would go out for any of their movies. 
even if I the trailer actually yeah, but would be Denise Villeneuve, Quentin Tarantino, and Christopher Nolan. Like any of their movies, I'll go out and watch unless they just throw out a bomb. Then I'll be like, all right, next one I'm gonna be cautious about. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> like everyone gonna have one fuck up. I was gonna say, have you? Uh, did you guys watch the Lighthouse trailers yeah, today? They dude. came out yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> It looked wild. It looked crazy. Black and white. Fucking water everywhere. Fucking. It honestly looked. Yeah. yeah. I like it. How it's like old school like that. And then it's. Do you have any theories? Two dudes on a rock. I have no fucking clue, dude. I literally. (laughs) Jesus. I haven't even had time to process the fucking cocksucker. What do you think about him just punching out a fucking octopus? Was that an octopus or was it just flashing between scenes? Nah, bro, he's fighting like an octopus or something. You, sure? you see the tentacles fly behind him? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I thought that was interesting. Are you sure? Yeah, dude. Mm. Fucking octopus. Mm. My theory, my theory for this trailer is that they are, they're both the same guy and he's like stuck in some sort of time loop because it's like a fucking Luke. I mean, Ross, you remember when we watched The Witch? It's the same director. Just fucking weird, weird psychological. Not really super scary, more just like kind of a thriller. Yeah, that's what this movie looks. It looks good. Yeah, yeah I, I, I did. I'm, see I'm that. in on the black and white shit. To some dope shit. This is the movie that made Matt Reeves cast him as Batman, Robert Pattinson. Yeah, I'm yeah, stoked this about is the it. When he saw it, he he watched like those movies we were talking about before, like Good Time, High Life, and then he got like he got the Can cut for it because this this movie premiered at Can and won Best Picture at Can. It beat out like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and all those other ones that we were talking about. And this movie did this movie, yeah, it won Best Picture at Can, and it currently has like a ninety nine percent Rotten Tomatoes. It looks good, ninety nine percent. Damn, it's ninety nine percent. Last I looked, yeah, it had like over fifty reviews too. Comes out October. Wait, when is it coming 18th, out? Eighteenth, maybe. October 18th. I don't know actually the date, but and it's going to start making the rounds. It's going to be at all these other movie festivals like the New York one and the the one that um, Joker's going to debut at. These are like the the Toronto one, which is big. There's one in New York. There's one other one. I can't remember where it's at, but it's going to premiere at one of those. Or it's going to go out there too before it hits theaters. But yeah, that one looks interesting. They make fucking all these good low-key movies. Like they did The Farewell I went and saw in theaters the other day. That one was good. Last Black Man in San Francisco was really good. They did they did that Midsummer movie too, but I didn't see it. Didn't see it yet. Did you see that one? Yeah. I haven't seen either of that guy's movies. Ari Aster. Aster? It's Aster. I heard it was pretty good, but I haven't seen it. It's already left theaters where Probably I'm just at. gonna wait. Yeah. Heritage and No, what's the other movie that he made? Apparently they're like really good. It's called The Witch. The Witch. No, no, no. Oh, Ari Aster? Yeah. Which one? The director Hereditary or something? He did Hereditary, and then this is his follow-up from Midsummer. Oh, that's what it is. I heard some freaky things. Actually, Natalie told me freaky things about Hereditary. Really? Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. That's supposed actually. to be really, really good. Or like really, really trippy and kind of fucked up. Damn. We should probably watch that. Yeah. yeah. Should I watch it tonight? Do, which one? Midsummer or Hereditary? Hereditary. Should I fuck myself up? Yeah. I heard it was scary as fuck, too. Let me know. <laughs> Dude, I'm by myself at home. Oh, oh my God. Jesus, I'm going to lock all my windows doors right fucking now. Jesus. Dude, I'll do it with you. If it's good, let's review his next movie that's in theaters right now. Mid-summer. Dude, I'm going to be scared I shitless. Do, I kind of wanted to do that anyway. It looked scary. You want to do it? All right, I'm down <laughs> to review it. We should for sure do it, brother. 
I've just been avoiding it because I'm just like, damn, I don't know if I'd see this one if it wasn't <laughs> for the podcast. Really? <laughs> that, one, that, that kind of shit creeps me out, man. I haven't seen a horror movie. Dude, we could just watch both. Us? You saw us? I guess that's a minute. Oh, dude, I don't, I don't know about us. That, that's not like what I think of as a horror as much. You know, that's like a thriller. That was creepy. <laughs> it creeps you out. I don't know if I've seen. I can't even remember the last horror movie. movie. Are you serious? Us? Us? Come on. Yeah. Dude, dude, that would fall in under horror though. Yeah, but not like it. It didn't like creep. It didn't scare me. Is what I mean. Like I feel like those movies that we're talking about are gonna be scary. Maybe I'm wrong. Horror thriller. Cold yeah. shit's fucking weird, man. There's a there's a cult in Russia that's like that. Like there's this place in Russia where the sun like never goes down and it's just way up in the woods. And there's this guy that like everyone says is basically like the second coming of Jesus. And like, it's super patriarch, like patriarchal and weird as fuck. And it actually exists. I watched it in a vice interview where this guy went up and like talked to the guy, dude, Russian hippies. (laughs) That sounds like some hardcore hippies. Did you find it? You're going to love this fucking earth. Yeah. Yo, did either of you did either of you watch the Zombieland trailer? Yeah, yeah, Zombieland looks. Fucking, <laughs> you like that trailer? Great family film, like a great family film. I hope they. I hope it's good. It looks so fun. Yeah, I don't know how I was feeling about the two crew. They should have got Michael Cera to be. Yeah, this I was. That's probably, I might go see it. That would have been perfect. Literally perfect. What's his name? Godzilla fool. Jesse Eisenhower. Of, uh, Eisner or whatever. Is it Middle Ditch? Thomas Middleditch, is that it? That's that fool's name. Middle Dingus? What's it? What? I don't know. I, I just oh Yeah. Fucking the dude from Godzilla. With the long hair? <laughs> Remember? He, he's from Godzilla? Are you talking about Aaron Taylor Johnson? <laughs> Shit. Dude, no, I don't. Columbus's twin in there. Oh, Godzilla like, King of Monsters? Yeah. Dude, Jesus. He's in it. He's one of the, oh, the yeah, I remember. trash characters in it. Uh, yeah, one of the scientists. Yes, he was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that fool, dude. I honestly agree with what both you guys said. Like when I was watching the first half of the trailer, I was like, "This looks fun. It looks entertaining as fuck." And then when it started introducing the two characters, I was like, "All right, where is it going with this? Like, this could be really stupid." Yeah. So I don't know. And that, that dude did the Venom. Yeah. He did the Venom movie. He did the first Zombieland, but he did the Venom movie. And like, there was parts that were just not good in that Venom movie. We not liked it for the most part, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, hopefully that this, because the first movie is one of my favorite zombie movies. It's just like one of my favorite comedies. It's so good. So I just hope they don't fuck this one up. <laughs> Shaun of the Dead still my favorite zombie movie. Definitely like top two, it's, it's top great. three. Yeah. A classic. Top three. 100%. Like comedy zombie movie? No, just zombie movie. Or like real zombie Zombie movie in general. Like any zombie movie. In general? Yeah. That and... Really? uh, Mine was probably 28. Oh, 28. 28 days later. That that was great. Yeah, the Alaska one. I thought you were talking zombie comedy. I was like, top two, yeah. No. Just all zombie movies. And the worst one, Dead Don't Die. (laughs) Oh, Dead Don't Die. (laughs) I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it either. It's so bad. It's so boring. Worst Italian movie ever. It has Adam Driver and Bill Murray. Bro, they have some good scenes, but like, dude, just not enough. Not enough. Oh. It's disappointing. That is that is disappointing. And, and then Dead, Dead Don't Die came out this summer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bagging on that. 
What was so wrong with it? Like the dialogue? It was just super boring, dude. And the dialogue, they just had like too many, they just had like some running jokes that went too long or they just did it too much. And then it was just slow. Like, dude, there wasn't even that many like zombie kills. They just, did you walk out of it? No. Well, I didn't walk out because I was on, you know, I have the AMC pass. So I was like, whatever. I didn't, I feel like I didn't pay for this one anyway. So I watched the whole thing and it just, it never fucking gets better. It just kind of slow and boring the whole time. Like it was honestly boring. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't walk out. If you have the AMC pass, I would just walk the fuck out of it. Cause I was like, it'll probably (laughs) get better after that. Cause it starts to pick up, of course, at the end, but it doesn't (laughs) pick up enough. So, but it just didn't, didn't make up for everything. Have you guys walked out of a movie? Have you guys ever walked out of a movie? Damn. No, but I've had a movie get canceled. That what? sucked. <laughs> canceled? I was watching a movie, yeah, and a tornado passed by. Was there by. a tornado? <laughs> Dude, I literally what called the fuck? Like, was there a tornado or something? That sounded so absurd, but that's what happened. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm not shitting. Like a tornado fuck? passed by, and it knocked like the... I don't know what it was, but what it, whatever it was like controlling the electricity to the building like flew off the top and like we had to evacuate wow. the building. Where were you, Nebraska? <laughs> no, Hermiston, Oregon. They get tornadoes over there? I guess the every fuck? once in a while. Zach, there's a tornado there was a tornado at my house. What the fuck, dude? Time to move. I was thinking about the one movie I think I've walked out of. It was called Dragon Wars. Dude, <laughs> worst movie ever. The trailer looked so good and it was just, it was awful. Dragon Wars? <laughs> First time I ever got my money back. That sounds movie. shit. Dragon Wars, dude. It came out in like 2007. Terrible movie. Jeez. They gave you your money oh back? Oh my God, dude. Bro, I got my money the back. The poster looks horrible. <laughs> dude, it was, it was so bad. D War. Is that what it's called? D War. Dragon Wars. Yeah, some shit like that. Bro, terrible. Oh, that's wait. so bad, dude. If it has a zero, that's an old ass movie, dude. I bet it has like a five percent or twenty eight percent. Twenty eight, twenty eight percent. No They're fucking like, way. That's yeah. way too high. Yeah. Oh, it should have like no. <laughs> Damn, wait, you, you couldn't like have walked out of, of it. like just the shittiest, the worst movies. You couldn't have walked yeah. out of it by yourself though. Oh yeah, I was with my fucking like parents or some shit, and we we're like, dude, this movie's terrible. I remember blaming someone who picked it. I was like, this is bad. I think it was my dad. Bro, I've seen this fucking movie. I've seen this movie. Really? I, I knew it. When as soon as I I started thinking of it, I've seen this shit. I rented this from a blockbuster with and yeah, watched it dude. with my mom. If you're listening, don't watch it. It didn't movie. have like Japanese uh characters and they were like connected to the dragon somehow. Bro, I remember nothing shit. of it. Dude, I left, remember? I left like 30 minutes in. They might have dubbed <laughs> yeah, over the voices too, which was terrible. Bro, I have no clue what the movie's about. Couldn't tell you what it's about. Dragons. It's about dragons for sure. Dude, 19% audience score. It should be direct to sci-fi. That's bad. So terrible, but yeah. <laughs> the movie I walked out of recently was The Beach Bum. Yeah, dude, I'm surprised. Like even Matthew oh, McConaughey... Yeah. I didn't go see it because you said that. I was like, damn. But that it was trash, dude. It was so bad. It was so bad, dude. Like the dialogue was just trash. Like just the plot was trash. It was just him fucking up again and again and again. And like it's just like, dude, this dude's a loser. Like, I don't give a fuck about this character. Damn. And like, dude, dude, it didn't even make its money back. It got like four point three million. Yeah, it was like an indie film. 
That's the only. Is that the one indie movie you've gone to this year? I guess maybe it's, us. What's it called? Not indie. I'd say maybe us might be considered an indie film. Once upon a time. But what about Hollywood, Once Upon no. a Time? No, 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 no. He's too, uh, too like big of an of a director. It got a wide release, but that's still independent. No, like, he, he fucking got his own money, right? No, it was distributed through Sony. It's his own money. No, Sony produced it. Yeah, Sony put it on. Mm. Us might not might have been the same thing. So it probably was count. it Monkey Paw Studios. Yeah, that's Jordan Peele's studio, but I don't know who uh, distributed it. Let's look it up. So if it's distributed, then it's uh, unless it's like A twenty four. A twenty four is an indie indie studio, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, distributed by Universal. This movie sucked dick. No, dude. At one point, don't lie. At one point, we all liked we all liked Batman and Robin. No, when you were a little kid, you never liked Batman and Robin. I, Isn't that the one with George Clooney? I didn't even see it when I was little. I didn't yeah. see it when I was a little kid. Bro, worst yeah. Batman movie ever. The one with George Clooney, worst one. Is that the same one? Oh yeah, definitely the worst one. Yeah, I used to watch old school like Hitchcock movies with my mom. Bro, it had fucking Mister Fre- Terrible, dude. <laughs> Mister Freeze. <laughs> was Bane in that shit too? Was that? Different? And he'd have the worst puns. No, no, Bane was in that no, with Poison no. Ivy. Yeah. He was fucking in Remember, it. Oh, he it was. was this, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. You're right. Like Poison Ivy made Bane in that movie somehow. At least like he looked like the Bane comic, but he was terrible. Yeah. Wasn't Riddler also in that one? Fuck, or dude, That, that was know. Batman Jim Forever, Kim. I think. I don't think so. I don't yeah, remember I anymore. So. Those, but That one's not good either. That one sucks. That's what I'm worried about, kind of with the next yeah, Batman. Just, if your bad. villains are kind of corny, it's just it doesn't yeah you know, ruins everything. And they're very like eccentric characters. Also, if you put nipples on the bat suit, that kind of ruins. Oh, dude, too. it had fucking nipples, huh? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. dude. Well, I, he probably used them as a weapon, like to cut his enemies. You know, just fucking nip slice them. It's like got to utilize every part of the bat Yelling suit in for the nip slice. Yeah. Dude, you know, fucking, you never heard of the spinning nip slice, you fucking idiot. <laughs> this movie was so bad, bro. Damn. Worst comic book movie ever. Dude, that was a good, that was a good drop. The nipples, dude. Fuck. <laughs> they were so I bad. Love, I love me a nice pair of bat nips. <laughs> See, at least you know that no one's ever going to fuck up a Batman movie that bad. Either. No way. They canceled the movie. Does Catwoman? No. Or Electra? Electra with uh, Jennifer Garner might be worse than all of those. Never seen that shit. Wait, what? Oh, I never seen that. Was that one a spinoff of the Daredevil movie that was fucking trash? Yeah. Also, yep. <laughs> trash. It was a spinoff of her character. Yeah, that Daredevil movie wasn't as bad as Batman and Robin. No chance. Oh. It also, I'm pretty sure, had nipples on his suit. I can't remember. <laughs> what up with the nips, dude? Jesus. <laughs> you got to check me on that one, though. That one was bad, but that still might have been even better than the first Wolverine movie, dude. That one was terrible, too. With fucking De- with Deadpool's face. just What? Bro, that movie sucked. Don't even lie. The only good thing was the intro. That's it. No, it was terrible, but not that bad. When he's fighting through time. That's it. That's the only good part of the movie. I'll argue with you. Yeah, argument. I thought the, the scenes with Gambit were pretty good. With who? Gambit. Gambit? Taylor Kirsch's Gambit? Yeah. I, don't even, I barely remember any of that. Forgettable. 
The part, remember the part where he like chips his like fucking, what are they called? Claws together. Claw. And it was like chipping. Yeah. And his claws. Yeah. And the CGI was terrible, dude. Where he's like, ching, ching, ching. <laughs> yeah, dude. One of the worst scenes ever. One of the worst movie scenes ever. And the Daredevil fight. No, not Daredevil, sorry. Deadpool fight. Terrible. Trash. Disrespectful to the character. Bro, come on. Wolverine and Sabretooth teaming up to fight Daredevil or Deadpool. It's a comic book dream come true. You know who helped wrote that fucking movie? David fucking Benioff. The Game of Thrones writer. Yes, sir. He did. Benioff. No. Oh, my God. He fucking... Fuck, if we had just looked at the fine lining, if we would just read between the lines, we would have known. This wouldn't have... Bro. Jesus. Yeah. And, okay, he in his defense, they might have rewrote it after, but he was part of that shit. Terrible. A part of the worst extra movie. I've never seen Dark Phoenix though, so I can't speak on that new one, but that one was the worst one. So far. Yeah, that one got bad reviews though. That one got pretty bad reviews I've seen. And X2, that movie sucked. No, X3, shit. Not X2. X3, Last Stand. Trash. Okay, the Ben Affleck Daredevil suit didn't have nipples on it, but it was still ass. It was terrible. I can't remember the suit. I just... Why is Ben Affleck ruining superheroes since day one? <laughs> Watch how you say that too. He's got he's got he's got Batman stands for some reason. What <laughs> stands, bro? They like will still tweet at Matt Reeves like, "Yo, bring him back." I'm like, dude, you guys need to move on. It's like the Snyder cut shit, man. It's like the release the Snyder cut shit. It's terrible. Like all of them. Yeah, and Ben Ben Affleck's like the new age Nicolas Cage. Like he's just fucking sucks. You know, like he, Nicholas Cage has, you know, he's gonna be the same bland ass weird character. He was good at one point. He was good at find, dude. He was good at finding treasures, but that's about fucking it, dude. Right. And Spider Man Noir, badass. Watch Mandy though. Noir. Oh, that was sick. I want to watch this Deadpool fight scene that you were saying was so bad. Bro, Google it. Google Wolverine and Sabretooth first Deadpool. Oh, Sabretooth was in it too. Oh. Dude, they're like fighting on top of like a fucking nuclear power plant or some shit. Dude, it makes no sense. <laughs> and then they cut his head off. And for some reason, the laser eyes keep going. Dude, it's garbage, man. Oh, Daniel. No, okay. Another good scene in that movie, though, was when Wolverine got injected with the adamantium. And like the scene where he breaks out and he's, he's like claws. Like, you know what I'm talking about, Zach? Where like he breaks out of the adamantium pool. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that part. That scene was dope, dude. It had a couple. It had a couple good scenes. That's how I feel about the Daredevil movie. This is so bad. Jesus Christ, dude. Why is it all like weird and like gypsy quick like this? You know, they have weird movements and why is it like that? Have you never seen this movie? Mm, oh, dude, no. Gypsy quick. <laughs> Such a weird adjective. You know how it has those weird like. Oh my god, this is weird. Isn't it bad? It's terrible, huh? Oh, it's it's so bad. <laughs> this is so bad, dude. One of the worst comic book scenes ever. Like, I'm trying to think. Dude, of this it. was in 2009. Like, how they allow that? Like, how did this get past? Like, <laughs> the editors, like the producers, like they watched this and they're like, "Wow, this is a good scene." Whoever this was, whoever <laughs> fucking watched this, bro. Jesus, fools at fucking Fox. That's why they got bought out. Yeah, they were making trash decisions for a while. Except for they redeemed themselves with Days of Future Past, but then fucking after that, they fell off. That movie was great, and Wolver and just the Logan movie, but that was different. I feel like that was a different team behind that movie. 
We're just like, fuck it, let's do a rated R movie. And then they did Deadpool too. Why did Deadpool have these laser beams out of his eyes? Because they like he was like Weapon X, and they combined a bunch of different mutant genes into him, and it was some weird shit. And then they sewed his mouth shut too. Yeah, <laughs> Sabretooth runs over to him like a dog. <laughs> yeah, he's like, and then he's just like bats him back. Dude, it's not good. Oh, yeah, that shit sucked. That oh, dude, I was trying to think even like. As far as just terrible scenes, remember that Catwoman one too? Ross, when they're playing basketball. Well, when she's playing basketball. Oh my God, terrible. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene's bad. Or the Daredevil scene where Daredevil and Elektra are dancing in the park, like with the kids. Oh. They're like fighting. They're fighting too, yeah. Oh, dude, I forgot about this. See, I don't really remember a ton of that from that movie. I feel like that movie had some okay, like decent parts though. What, with Bullseye or something? No, Bullseye was trash, bro. That was fucking, what's his name? Colin F- Colin Fer- Farrell. That was trash. <laughs> the fucking, the Netflix show was so much better. Oh, yeah. Ten times better. I had to go into the comments. No one was bagging on it, which was weird. It's it's the bots, man. Yeah, everyone liked, everyone was just like, oh, man, like Wolverine, Wolverine's claws are probably so hot. Like, I don't know, it's just weird shit. Oh, dude, he stops like the fucking bullets, huh? He stops the beam. Yeah, the laser beam, yeah, with his claws, and then like fucking cuts his neck off, and then fucking, yeah. And then his head's like falling down in like a perfect spiral, and the laser beam's still coming out of his head. That shit makes no sense. Yeah, that shit makes no sense. (laughs) It's the Disney bots in the YouTube comments. That wasn't Disney when they released that, was it? No, no. Oh, okay, okay. That was Fox's fuck up. No, no, no. It's Fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's why they got bought by Disney is what you're saying. Okay, got you. All right. Yeah, well, I mean, they got a bunch of good assets. Like, I'd buy Fox if I could. <laughs> I mean, they had Avatar, too. That's a huge film franchise. Maybe. I mean, we'll see. Avatar, like The Last Airbender? No, like Avatar. Oh, blue fuckers. Yeah, that they have that. Now they're gonna milk it for everything it's worth. Fucking Jesus. Well, they better, dude, because they, they he made four mo- more movies. He's got four more movies coming. One, I think, in two thousand twenty-one. Like already made, or like has he written the the screenplays? They're all okay. So the problem is, is that, okay. So they've done most of the actual acting for and all that shit already. But because of the special effects, it's going to take years for all of them to get done. I don't even know how close they are on the first one. There's probably so many people working on them. Like probably people are working on individual movies at the same time just to try to get them. It's pretty much like a Pixar project now. They're just fucking doing all animation shit. Yeah, but he's been doing this for like 10 years now. Is Sam Worthington still... Mm-hmm. All the actors came back for it. All of them. Wow. Oh, so is Zoe Saldana as well? and Everyone else too. Weaver. All of them. How much are they getting paid? Sigourney Weaver's dead, though. She's coming back somehow. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, I guess they did put her body in the Awa tree. Oh, fuck. Did you guys see the trailer for fucking Mr. Rogers? What? (laughs) Yeah. Jesus, talk about a tearjerker, son. That's my fucking childhood. Dude, I am watching that 100%. You think he looked like he... That trailer looked pretty accurate? Oh, what do you mean did it look pretty accurate? I was just asking. <laughs> oh, I thought you were asking that like as if you didn't think it looked good. I thought it looked amazing. Did you? What do you think, Zach? He's always good though, Tom Hanks. You think he looks like Mr. Rogers? 
I, I, not like exactly like him. I think he looks close enough, yeah, that he pulls it off. Not exactly like him. Maybe he could lose a fucking few 20 pounds, but like... I said enough like him. What do you think, Ross? Oh, dude, I thought it was so good. Yeah, I just thought he looked more like Tom Hanks, but he looks... I'm looking at it right now. They look pretty similar. He just got his demeanor. Mr. Rogers was just like thinner. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I can't wait for that Tom one. Tom Hanks could have lost some pounds, though. I'm psyched for that. Fuck, I forgot about that one. But oh, yeah. Damn, that's going to be a good one. That comes out this year, too. Is that this year? Damn, Daniel. Okay, next we got a little MCU news. Recently, Rachel Vice. So she said she's going to be in Black Widow. And she says that she also is playing a Black Widow along with Florence, who's going to be Yelena, and Scarlett, who's Natasha. And I don't know what you get. What do you think, Ross? A little Black Widow verse? <laughs> and she's been through the Red Room five times. Got to add that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, her character, who's named Melina. No, it looks like it's going to be like just a bunch of different Black Widows that are going to be dispatched to different missions and shit. Like, Black Widow isn't one, any one certain person. It's just like a title, kind of like 007. And there could be multiple Black Widows. Yeah, yeah. That can just go, like, do dirty work for... I looked up Melina, and apparently that is going to be Iron Maiden, who's the arch nemesis of Black Widow. So it's either she's going to... That's going to happen in this movie, or it's setting it up a little bit. Okay, nothing... I had nothing more on that. The next one, next news story, Sebastian Stan, he says, it makes no sense for Bucky to become the next Captain America. And I... I 100% agree with them. Like, dude, after what, just after everything he's done, pretty much been a criminal, it'd be kind of weird to make him. I know he does it, it happens in the comics, but in this universe, the MCU, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 100%. 100%. And then the last thing I had to add was just we we're talking about the Celestials last, last week, and I was thinking, what if, I don't know if we talked about this, but what if they created the X gene after? this Eternals movie, like the Celestials come back and then they make the X-Gene or they make it uh, start working or evolution just starts happening after this. You know what I mean? Because they give humans the potential to turn into, to gain powers with the X-Gene. So it's like, what if they did that after this? Because it makes sense since you're really doing a movie about them. Yeah. I mean, shit, they could, but what would be the explanation for it not already being present though? There's never been any like hint of a mutant. I'm just saying, why wouldn't it have already been there? Because the Celestials, I mean, that's something that they created from the start of humanity. Yeah, they just hadn't done it. They just didn't. It just was never, it never existed. Because originally they wouldn't have probably planned for them to introduce it, you know, in their universe that they were building because they didn't have the rights at the time. And I was thinking, okay, what if you switch it and it happens now? Or it just, it finally kicks in after this movie for whatever reason, because it's an easy way to explain it. But they could have also planned something like way back where they're like, all right, if we ever do acquire the X-Men, we could use this as Mm. like something to tie it back to the beginning of the universe. And if not, then it just won't matter. Like there might be something. Also, if they show the history of the Celestials and how they made those races on Earth, that would be when you do the hint. And then they added it in because they're like, oh shit, where are you doing Eternals? This would make sense to put it in right here. Just to tease it. Should be interesting. That's all I have. Yeah. Dude, I'm fucking, mm, I'm hyped for Richard Madden to be the MCU. So hyped. Oh yeah. I was watching watching Atlanta again. I was just like, dude, Brian Tyree Henry, he's just, 
he's fucking a yeah, good actor same. too. So I'm excited for his what he's gonna do with that. Yeah, I've done Richard Madden. Huh? Oh yeah, dude, I love Rob Stark. He's my boy. I've been reading Clash of Kings lately, and Rob Stark's just a badass in it. Be <laughs> <Pretty> badass. <laughs> Jesus, you're acting like Elton John over here, dude. Calm down. I can't. I have a boner for him. Bro, it's a friend boner. It's a friend boner. Come on. There's two types of love. Jesus, why does love got to be black and white to you, Ross? Oh, and then another thing for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Susan Adkins, after they killed... After they killed one of their first victims, she took a shit in the stairwell of their house before they left. Dude, they didn't have DNA and shit back then, but damn, that would be so obvious. She was tripping on acid, though, too. She was on shit, for sure. Dumb bitches, man. (laughs) She's creepy, dude. You ever see interviews of her, like, after all that shit happened? Perfectly straight black hair. She's, like, perfectly straight black hair that goes, like, down to right here. She just has a really pale face, and she's, like... She looks like that fucking thing from that horror movie. What's it called? The Ring, dude. The Ring. Is it The Ring with the creepy bitch that's walking through the the ring? Yeah, Yeah, that one, dude. That's... She probably probably inspired it somehow. <laughs> oh, dude, we got to rank it. Give it a rating. Shit. One to 100. Whatever, dude. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Rate it, rate oh, it right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I'd probably rate it like 80 fucking three. Fuck. Yeah? That feels low to you. It is just because it felt kind of slow and it's kind of not, I don't know. It just didn't feel like a lot was going on. Damn, I just like enjoyed. I just enjoyed literally watching the characters go about their day. Like I wanted to see what happened the next day. You know what I mean? Because you guys hang out with Sharon Tate. I wanted to see if maybe but what what kept you going. What what kept you going? What kept you being like, oh man, I can't wait to see this, dude. I just really like, there was nothing that was like where I was like, oh shit, I can't wait to see this. You know, like I can't wait to see what happens next. I just thought their characters were really interesting. I just thought like Cliff just being this kind of just cool dude, but also he's low-key probably a murderer. So he's just kind of this interesting character. I don't know, just he really loved all that shit, but he was just like on the outskirts of the industry, you know, and then watching fucking like Rick Dalton just fall. I don't know if we've ever seen a movie where there's a character just like on the outs like that. And then he was just really good at, he's a really good actor though, is the thing. It's just like, if you think about an actor like that in this present day, they'd have a Netflix show or something. Like there's so many, there's so many more opportunities now. But then I was thinking, what if that pilot drops and then everyone sees how good of an actor he still is? And then he gets he finds another way back. Or Sharon Tate's alive, then she introduces him to Roman Roman Polanski, and then he gets a movie that way. He gets in the next Roman Polanski movie. Because he finally met her. Wait, but oh wait, what are you talking about? A sequel? I was just saying like what would happen next in their story. And Roman Polanski ends up never being a pedophile. He might have gotten one of his movies before that happened. <laughs> I mean, they still let that dude make movies for fucking till a couple of years ago. He just got banned from the academy a couple like two years ago when Harvey Weinstein did. It took that long. So dude was banging thirteen year olds. Damn. And he was like thirty. He had to have been thirty. Because I don't know how old was Sharon Tate when she died. They were like this. They were around the same know. age. I think she was in her late twenties or thirty. Yeah, bro. Just a fucking weird. Wait, what do you what do you rate this? I gave it 80, 88. Liked it. Yeah, the only scene that I just didn't really care for was probably the... I thought it was funny. It was just the Bruce Lee scene. But other than that, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was good pacing too. I think you could have got more Sharon, You could have got more lines for Margot Robbie just because she's such a great actress that maybe you find a way for her to talk more. But there also could have been scenes cut. 
And I still think she did really good with what she did. She, like, I still enjoyed her scenes. I was looking forward to her scenes. And then I was very worried about the very end about what was going to happen to her. But they fucking. Same. I know. I, the whole time I thought she was going to die. I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like the cinematography and all the shots were beautiful. I thought it was good. And I thought the pacing for me was pretty good because it was switching between all of them. And then it, it, when it got to that scene in the ranch and just how like it got a little more creepy and just got a little more tense and it was a nice change of pace. And then it got back yeah. to, then after that, I think was when Leo goes crazy in the fucking trailer and then he does that amazing scene after. I enjoyed all of it. That was good pacing. Yeah, I agree. You said 88? Oh, shit. I said 88. Yeah, you yeah, said 90. you said 88. I said 90. 90? Jesus. Ross, you're going up and up and up. Ross, that's that's the highest movie. This is your number one movie this year? I liked it. That's higher than Endgame for yeah. you. Yeah? It was good. I thought it was pretty good. I could see it getting nominated for even Best Writing, too. Definitely. Best Original Screenplay. Yeah. Because I honestly just didn't think like it... I didn't really think it had any weak points. Endgame had like one or two points where I was not as... Like, I wasn't just thrilled like the entire way. I was thrilled like 90, 90, like 5% of the way through Endgame. But this one, I like just liked it the whole way through. It was really good. How? Bruce Lee, yeah, he could have been portrayed a little better. But the scene, it's... Like, if that if that wasn't Bruce Lee, if that was just like a random character... Dude, Bruce Lee was so spot on. No, not his... Uh... No, oh no! Well, okay, no. The actor's portrayal was amazing. I was saying the the like writing for him. What do you mean the writing for? Like him? his dialogue. Why was his dialogue bad though? Because he came off as kind of just like a like cocky prick, not just cocky. Like he had to have been confident. Cocky because dude, he kind of but... was, dude. No, I don't think he was a prick like that. Even his his yeah. protege, I think he was, said today that he wasn't. He wasn't anything like that. And he would never talk shit about Ali. No way. Like, I don't. Well, yeah. Cassius Clay at the time. Yeah. Dude, he was a movie star. He wasn't like a fucking. He wasn't like a martial, like a real martial art. Bro, he brought martial art over to America. He developed his own styles. He's the one who brought it over here and, like, kind of made it a big thing. He's a fucking legend. Dude, he developed his own martial arts. Yeah, a legend for being a movie star. He brought it to America through fucking movies. He didn't bring it here as a practicing martial artist. You're trying to say he wasn't a good fighter, though? I'm dude? saying he was a never... Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that is what I'm saying. He was never tested. He never Bro. had fights. He used to fight, but he just... <laughs> I don't know. I think we should research it more before we say anything. Okay, I'll wrap it up. All right, so that's that's pretty much all we had. I want to give a shout-out. Shout-out to Chuck Collar, Connezy, and Jules... Jules, uh, two, four, six. It's Jules, uh, no, Jules, uh, Jules, uh, Jules, a dude. Damn it. You're right. I was talking so much shit. Jules, a two, four, six. Love you though. And our editor, Julian, Julian Gallegos, j5music.com. Julian, check him out. Love you. One love. Uh, that's it. Oh, follow us on Twitter at not a movie pod. And our IG, we got that on IG, our YouTube, everything. Go follow us on everything. Yes, please. Do us a review, too. All right, we out of here. Peace. Later. Later.